What's up, everybody? It's Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook with football game plan here to talk to you about Isogenics. Isogenics is nutritional cleansing, which is a lifestyle upgrade. It's an easy to follow system that burns fat, supports body systems and promotes lean muscle growth. The solutions it provides are weight, wellness, performance, energy and health aging opportunities. Start now and transform your life by reaching out to health and prosperity coach Jim Paterno at jenrachelle at gmail.com. That's J-E-N-R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E at gmail.com. Or shoot her a text at 862-220-6611. She's also on Twitter at Coach. That's I-S-A-J-E-N-I-X coach. Isogenics, solutions to transform lives. And welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. And if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, which you should, it's the only American thing you could do. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. And we're keeping it with our 2018 NFL Draft prospect interviews. And today, I'm joined by Mike Love of South Florida. Mike, I appreciate you taking time. Thank you, man. Thank you for this opportunity, man. Appreciate it. I, I love your game, man, because the athleticism that you show to be able to to really get in and out of your breaks pretty quickly, you know, as, and, and as a former running back, that is something that terrifies me because <laughs> if I want to make a quick jump cut outside, you're able to match what I'm doing and yeah. make play. But with that athleticism, are teams looking at you as either a defensive end or outside linebacker or both? And where do you see yourself fitting at the next level? Uh, a lot of teams, they're uh, really kind of undecided. You got – the teams that do run a 3-4, their main concern is, can I move? Can I move in space? Am I athletic enough to actually play a, be a 3-4 linebacker? And then you got the teams who run a 4-3. You know, they want to know, hey, am I strong enough? Can I play the run? Because they all know I can rush the passer. But, you know, it's all about, can he play the run if he's going to fit in the 4-3? So it kind of marries out. It depends on uh, what scheme I go to and uh, what team. Basically, yeah, the scheme. But, uh just can I do, you know, what their scheme is? You know, can I move in space and can I play the run? Am I big enough? Because some teams think, you know, I may be small enough. That way I have to go to a 3-4. But uh, to be honest, man, I, I've been training for both. So I'm really prepared to do anything, any scheme that I go to. So whatever team picks me up, I'll be ready to play any any position. That's why I like that you have come out this program because I feel as though that's an underrated element of where you've played. Because South Florida plays in the, the American Athletic. You, you see option teams. You see teams that air it out. You see teams that want to run power football. So I think you're apt to do a little bit of both. When you look yeah. at your game um, and coming out of South Florida, you think that program has really prepped you for this opportunity to be a, a pro player? Yeah. Yeah, they, they really produce good, especially good defensive ends. Uh, you know, we had a great one two years ago, Eric Lee. And he did a lot of drops. Uh, he did a lot of DN. Because, uh, like you just said, you know, with our league, you know, we got teams that do everything. They who spread, who run the wing team, Navy, and, you know, do uh, power, temple. So, with our defense, we always had great enough coaches to where we played a team, we would switch it up. You know, if we were playing Tampa, we, uh, Temple, 
we'll stack the box, you know, we'll run a bunch of base where I had to get dirty in the trenches. Over playing the spread team, sometimes I'll do a couple drops, you know, if they uh, got five receivers out wide and stuff like that. So, yeah, I would say the every year, and since I've been at USF, they uh, always prepared uh, our D-line and players to, you know, play versatile positions. I think we could kind of call USF defense you because I feel like since for what, the last 12 years, there's always been at least a defensive stalwart to come out that program at every level, you know, from D-line to corner to safety yeah. to linebacker. So you guys do a great job down there. It's a lot of pride in that program. Yes, sir. Um, right. And the, the trip part is when, when I look at how you play, right, I can see you as – I wouldn't classify you as one or the other. I'd just say, okay, he's a defender, you know, because you could do both. When you When you hear people say – I think people just think it's easy to seamlessly move a guy from position to position, but there's a little nuance that's involved in playing defensive end as well as playing a stand-up edge rusher. Can you talk a little bit about the differences between the two as far as what technical aspects you need to, to do both and it's not just that easy as, you know, as it is in Madden just to move a guy from D and outside linebacker? Yeah, yeah it's a huge difference, uh, to be honest. Uh, we start with a defensive end, you know, like, Cause I played a lot of defensive end. I've been playing the defensive end since my freshman uh, freshman year in high school, and it's a complete difference in the stand up. You know, with a defensive end, you always got your hand in the dirt. I mean, sometimes you can stand up, but you're never dropping. You always is you're straight ahead. You're playing the run. You're playing the pass. You're playing everything. Uh, you know, and you got to have great technique as a as a defensive end because you're not dropping, you're not running away from the lineman. You know what I'm saying? You're going straight every play. There's no going backwards. It's all. It's always forward. So you got to have great technique, great ability to just uh, use the stab technique sometimes for pass and run to set that edge really well. And then on the other plus side with the 3-4, three, 3-4 four, three, four linebacker, you know, lineman, you know, you never know. Uh, the linemen never know what you're doing because sometimes 3-4 linebackers, they stand up the entire time. So basically what I'm trying to say by that is, like, if you got a defensive end who plays both and when you know he's in the stance, he's going forward. But if he's standing up the whole time, you don't know if he's coming forward or backwards. So with a 3-4 linebacker, I just feel like it's uh, – you do a lot of – you do both. And it tricks the linemen, especially if you stand up a whole game because they never know if you're dropping or you're coming. So that's another thing about it. And another difference is you're always dropping. you got to go over, you know, curl flat, flat player. Sometimes you got to do man. And sometimes the DN, if you're if you grew up playing, you know, DN your whole life and never played any type of uh, linebacker, it's going to be tough to switch because, you know, when you got to get that man and maybe you got to guard a slot, you got to be able to move your hips, have a great back pedal, and uh, cover ground a lot, you know, because you're so used to just going forward. So it's a huge difference. Do you think playing, let's say, another sport? Have you played another sport in in high school that kind of helped made that transition a little bit easier? Uh, I would say basketball because, you know, I have great feet and stuff like that. And I always uh, had good feet, you know, especially moving into basketball. I think that helped me out a lot. But I would say the main thing that helped me out, you know, transitioning is just this uh, off-season training that I've been doing. You know, I've been working out with uh, Preston from Big County Preps, and he's been working with me with my drops, my flipping my hips, and it got a lot better. So uh, I think that's a, another thing that helped me out a lot. And you've had an interesting journey, man, throughout the course of high school and college. Um, and we know football is that type of game where it, it, it's, it mirrors life. So it teaches you yeah. a lot. What would be the biggest thing that you've learned from the game of football since you've been on this journey? Uh, 
I would say I learned a lot of things, man, and just, you know, adversity, definitely adversity, man. Uh, you know, just and what it brings to you, you know, what and what it and how it keeps you away from things, you know, growing up, you know, in middle school, you know, I was a little troubled kid following the wrong crowd. But, you know, every ten, every since I had football in my life, you know, I hung out with different people. I hung out with the right people who were on the same track. And I think that's what football does to some youth kids who play, you know, you hang around your teammates a lot and they're all on, you know, the football route, you know, being good, getting good grades and stuff like that. And I think that kind of helps a lot of kids out nowadays because, you know, when some kids are not playing football, you know, they're just in the streets hanging out with the wrong crowd. But when you play football, you're around a good group of men who, who want to make it to the next level, to college and stuff like that. And, and so you're around a positive light, you know what I mean? And and then you got coaches who want to see you and they teach you uh, characteristics that you need and a bunch of life lessons. I learned so many life lessons with football, man, and just – being a team-oriented guy and stuff, and just you have to be positive and, you know, learn about leadership. I mean, I can go on forever, man. Just I feel like football, man, really teaches you how to be, you know, a man. and It really grows you. It's interesting because let's take it back to, to the Little League, right, when, when it, there's nothing like getting your helmet or your jersey. And even at that young age, you kind of realize the, the sense of uh, responsibility yeah, everyone in the neighborhood kind of looked up to the football dude, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah, a bunch of responsibility and uh, being accountable too. You know, just knowing that uh, your team can count on you not to make mistakes off the field or on the field. And I think accountability brings another uh, great asset to it as well. Well, you see all that within your game out here on the field at, at USF, and when you look at your 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 game, I think even right now you're. you're sort of underrated you know so why do you feel as though people are sleeping on your game and what part of your game do you feel as though is being vastly underrated well i don't think it's necessarily my game uh i feel like as if they didn't see a lot of me uh i really started playing in 2016 uh because 2013 i redshirted uh and then 2014 i only played goal line literally like when goal line went out that's when i went out so i probably didn't really play that many snaps that year, and in 2015 I was a I was a backup, so I got a, I got some plays in, but not enough. Uh, and then 2016, that's when I really started, like you know, started to get in the first group and really start playing and making plays. So it was 2016 and 2017 that really got people attention on me. So I would just necessarily say, like you know, I didn't really have that many years as a some other people did and stuff like that. And, you know, I jumped off the porch late with it, you know, just I had to grow up and stuff. And I finally growed up in 2016 and 17. Those two years really put me on the map. And I just feel like if I had like, let's say three good years like that, then maybe I'll be, uh, you know, the talk. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I think a lot of high school student athletes bypass that, that lesson of of personal growth when you are either redshirting or as a reserve and i think that's the time when you really grow your game and and it looks as though you've taken that that road and also took time to grow your game did did you find yourself getting better as a player personally you know how tough we we are we tend to be our our own worst critic and um, and everything like that but when you like man i'm really getting better at this did you really see that during your time redshirting and also being a reserve uh yeah kind of and well and what really helped me was i i I had a lot of injuries in college uh i never missed games for them 
but I had an injury in 2013 uh, during the season while I was red-shirted. And, uh, you know, I was just going to bed late, you know, just not doing the right stuff and, and just on the wrong mindset, you know. And then I had to, you know, bounce back from that. Then I had another injury uh, in 2015 in the spring. And uh, once I had my last injury, uh, the end of 2015, that's when I just started rehabbing more. I started working out more and just taking care of my body more, getting plenty of rest and uh, just doing things that a football player should have been doing, you know, that I should have been doing. And when I talk about growth, that's what I mean. I had to, you know, grow over the adversity and actually grow up and take care of my body because your body is your business. Your body is going to get you where you want to go, you know. So I started taking care of my body more and it showed on the field, you know, and I wish I would have done it early, but, you know, God's timing is the right timing. And I've done it. Uh, I started in 2016 and, you know, it went up from there. A lot of people would have given up, dude. That's a lot yeah. to overcome, man. It shows you got a true love for the game. What is it about the game you love the most? Uh, I just, man, I just, I always love it, man. It's, I love the winning. I hate losing. And, you know, just the team stuff, man, what it what, what it brings you, you know, it brings a really, it, it brings men together who don't even know each other, man. And just, just to see all the hard work, you know, I love, the, I love the workouts and stuff with the team and all that. And I just love the game so much. I can go on and on about it, man. I just, you know, it's, it's an amazing game. It, it brought me from out of a lot of trouble, man, you know, and, and, you know, growing up and it just, it done so much for my life that, you know, I, I feel like I owe it. So that's why I work hard and, you know, I continue to work and, you know, and, um, you know, I still take care of my body today, you know, so, <laughs> you know gotta, I feel like I owe it, you know, cause it's done so much for me. Yeah. It's, it's truly one of those games, man. It's, you know, and we all tend to want to give back in our own way. For instance, here I am doing, you know, media for that's my own company, giving back to the game that gave me so much. Um, let's say you were able to have a long career in the NFL. And and what part of, let's say, giving back would you like to, to you know, do once you get to the league? Uh, I always, uh, you know, growing up, my mom had a uh, – she she raised four, four kids, me, myself, and uh, three of my brothers by herself. And, you know, I didn't have a father figure around. So I would just say, like, give back to those kids who don't have that, that – uh, that, that father figure around, you know, try to uh, make like a, a camp or something for them to come and, and listen to my story and stuff like that. Cause you know, growing up, my mom, you know, she was working all the time and stuff. And my older brother was really watching us. So I didn't really have that guy to tell me what's right and wrong. So I always hung out with the wrong kids. I always done the wrong things. And, you know, you can see it today in the community that some young kids are going the wrong direction cause they don't have that type of positive light or that type of guidance that they need i mean even if they have a father i don't know but you know just somewhere in that type of uh area because you know it's getting worse sometimes out here because these kids they they're going this way but they don't know to go that way because no one can guide them that way you know they don't have any no guidance right now and they don't know because they're young because i didn't know when i was younger you know what i'm saying i just no one told me i just followed you know the wrong crowd but i had to learn the hard way you know in football like i said it, it took me out of all of that yeah, football definitely has, you know, a far bigger reach or far greater impact on, on many people's lives, both in the game and out the game, than a lot of people probably understand. But, Mike, listen, dude, I, this has been great. You know, I, I know you got some some working to do. And yeah. how can people continue to follow you on social media to, to follow your journey as you trek toward the NFL? Well, I'm on uh, Facebook, 
my name Mike Love, and I'm on uh, Instagram, uh, Mike Love underscore ninety eight. Uh, real simple, just my name on <laughs> my jersey number. You know, I don't have that crazy stuff. And uh, yeah, and that's about it. You know, I don't have any Twitter or anything and stuff like that. So that's it, man. That's all I got for right but- now. Well, here's the thing. I like how you, you kept it simple. Now, see, some people don't have Instagram, um, but they have Twitter. But you don't have Twitter and yeah. have Instagram. Yes, sir. It, it, that's a good. That's smart because you can't have both because you get in trouble with both. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the Twitter. <laughs> I had it in high school. I just I never got into it. You know, I didn't. I didn't really like it. <laughs> I don't want to retweet the wrong thing and they think I put it up. You know, right? That, that's how my homeboy is. He he came. He was like, man, I don't understand. It's just like texting somebody. Yeah. Oh, 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 I don't get it. You so. got to be careful because you can easily retweet it, but they're going <laughs> to you put it out there. You know? <laughs> it could just be some lyrics, you know? So you got right. that's that's one thing you got to be careful about, you know? So that's what I don't like Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I get it, man. Well, listen, Mike, I appreciate you taking time and we wish you the best of luck moving forward. Now, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me, man. It was fun, man.